With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Authentic You Radio, and thank you for joining us today on Living Astrology, where we are tapping into the magic of the cosmos for practical guidance and wisdom with your host, Janet Hickox, intuitive astrologer and numerologer. Everybody and welcome to Living Astrology's What's Up on the Planet episode. We have a jam-packed one-hour show for you today. But before we get into that, let me introduce you to my co-host for today's show, Cornelia Dengel of Expressing You Radio. Cornelia is a source-guided, transformational core empowerment coach and an extraordinarily intuitive counselor and dear friend of mine. Welcome, Cornelia. Welcome, Janet. Hi, it's great to be here. It's so great to have you sitting in the chair next to me, even though you're not really in a chair next to me, but I feel like you're there <laughs> You're there with me today. Yeah, oh, I gosh. am with you. Yeah, today's show is really exciting as uh, Cornelia and I are combining our talents to guide very, four very courageous volunteers through a process mm-hmm. of moving forward fearlessly in their lives. But before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about a couple of different things that are going on astrologically and energetically, because after all, this is a show about astrology, and we're actually going to get into some of that today, along with some of the work that Cornelia does. Uh, Our show today is basically looking at the eclipses that are coming up. You know, uh, we call it, uh, in astrology speak, we call it eclipse season, because they tend to come at two times of the year, the spring and again in the fall. And so here we are going into the very first eclipse of the season uh, on uh, April 25th. And that will be a full moon, partial lunar eclipse. And then the next one that we'll also be talking about today is on uh, May 9th, and that will be a new moon solar eclipse. Now, eclipses are what we would call game changers, as in they occur and Through the occurrence of the eclipse, we find things either uh, being released or we find ourselves moving on from relationships or jobs. And then uh, waiting for the next eclipse period, then we often find the door opening. And actually, just as I said that, I realized that we are still in the pattern that I spoke about a couple of weeks ago where the full moon is preceding of the new moon in any given sign. So usual pattern would be that we would have the incoming energy, the opening, let's say, or the intention-setting moon, and then we would have the releasing moon. But we are still in the little flip-flop that we'll be in until August, so we are going to experience the lunar eclipse first, or the releasing, the bringing something into completion and uh, leaving ourselves for the opening to come with the new moon uh, on May 9th. So it's going to be a really exciting time as we uh, have both of those eclipses occurring across the Taurus-Scorpio axis in our charts. And Taurus in a chart represents our self-worth, our values, and very importantly, our resources or the flow of money and abundance uh, into our lives. And of course, Scorpio at the other end is our very powerful needs, the things that we need in our lives. So this will be a very exciting time from an astrological standpoint. Now I am going to move over to the energetic uh, portion of what's going on on the planet. And so I'm going to go to Cornelia with this because Cornelia is always very in tune with the energy that's going on on the planet. So Cornelia, from your point of view, what's up on the planet? 
What have you been working with lately? Um, that's a really good question because there's been so much change in so many different areas, and it's it's really an exciting time and also a very uncomfortable time because we're being pushed out of our comfort zone so that we can really step in to claiming our power because right now that is what's up is we are being presented with an extraordinary opportunity right now to claim our power and move and retire this victim consciousness that we've lived in for you know, for eons of time, for way, way too long. And so this really is a time of empowerment. And it's it's no more playing it safe and being comfortable. And I'm sure that a lot of people are experiencing that with all the change. I mean, you know, all these patterns are up for people. You know, relationships are dissolving. Um, jobs are ending. Um, you know, resources are running out which is bringing up all these feelings and emotions and beliefs around, the, you know, maybe not feeling good enough and not having enough. And so the key is to be able to identify what it is that we're feeling and bring it up, feel it, dive into it, release it, and let it go and move on. You know, for me personally, too, this has just been one amazing roller coaster of change. Um, because we're not living in a world of we want to get past the 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 point of survival. Um, Cornelia, that's that's not in alignment oh, with us anymore. I think we we probably lost Cornelia. She'll probably call back in here in just a moment. No, I'm right here. Um, essentially, you know what she's talking about is that they, we are in a world of change and. Uh, you know, even today, I, I put a little post on, on Facebook today about the energy of the day today is uh, that the sun is conjunct Mars in Aries. And that's a very volatile uh, setup. And, of course, over the last couple of days as this energy has been building, we've seen, you know, the uh, example of it out in the world with explosions both in Boston and then last night in Texas. And that's that energy of, of combustible um, uh, energies between the sun and Mars. And, of course, we aren't immune to it. You know, we ourselves are also uh, faced with that kind of energy going on in our lives. So you might take a look at your life from an energetic standpoint and just take a look and see uh, what is uh, ready to explode for you. Now, it doesn't have to be, you know, explosions as in the negative sense of, you know, total destruction or annihilation, but always in our lives we're coming up against the uh, potential uh, for something to happen to move us forward, and that's that. That's what's happening for us all right now. And I know Cornelia, um, when she tunes in to what's up on the planet, she actually, she actually experiences a lot of the energies in her own life uh, before uh, it begins to happen in the collective or out in the public. Uh, Cornelia, are you back with us? Cornelia? Okay, well, I'll continue. Uh, so anyway, I always have looked to her to see what is going on, and then I can come back and validate uh, for her the energy signatures based on what's going on in the stars. So definitely we have the idea of of the need for all of us to take our power back. And that's huge for a lot of the uh, callers that we'll have today uh, because it is pulling back your power to yourself and being able to launch yourself into the world from a space of power uh, and not one of weakness. And, of course, fear is usually the biggest weakness we have, and that's uh, what we'll be dealing a lot with today. Uh, Cornelia, are you back with us? Okay, so a couple of the energy things that uh, Cornelia had been dealing with is the first one was the idea of, of power. And not power as in the negative use of power, uh, but for us to pull towards us the energy that we need to be who we are, our authentic selves. 
Um, some of the other energy she was experiencing throughout this was um, the energy of being feeling like you're being taken out. And that would be kind of the energy of maybe uh, you get the, the feeling that you, you're no longer wanted in your job or uh, in a group that you've been a, a part of uh, or in your personal relationships even. And that energy of being taken out is one of feeling like you don't fit anymore. And sometimes that arises out of the need to have uh, a release. And so that's part of the signature of the eclipse times coming on. So uh, we have that. And then we also had the energy of um, people really wanting to get into an intimate, close relationship with someone. And uh, and finding that their relationships were maybe lacking in that area. So as we go forward in time, then we're going to be working with that energy as well. Um, so apparently we've had a network outage. I'm not even sure if anybody's hearing me. Um, it's not recording. Is anybody out there? <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, can you hear me? Jeff is our producer, and on, uh, I was having trouble evening. earlier calling in, and then uh, I also uh, had uh, a problem with the blog, the uh, the chat window, so I'm not even sure Hi, if Janet. I'm on the line Can at you this hear me? point. Hello, Janet? Uh, so anyway, we're going to carry on. I hope... Um, I hope you're all out there listening. And if not, well, we'll probably have to do this show on another day. Um, But today I had asked for volunteers to come on to the show today to work through some of the issues that may be coming up for them. And we were going to be doing this as a a pair where I was going to go into the, um, the astrological signature for each person and what's going on with them on a personal basis. And then Cornelia was going to come in and go through the process of helping them clear whatever the blockage is or the fear that's going on with them. So assuming that we can get these people in um, uh, and that they can actually hear us and work with us today, uh, I just want everybody out there to hold space for all of uh, of our volunteers to work through these issues because it takes a lot of courage for them to come forward and say, number one, I have this problem, and number two, to do it on air and to you know work through those issues. So if everybody could just hold them with love and um, with understanding and with acceptance, that would be a, a big help to us. So our first person is Tom. I'm not sure if we can bring him in. Tom, are you there? Tom, can you hear us? Are you I'm I'm thinking our producer isn't able to get you in. Um is anybody out there? <laughs> this is the strangest feeling. Tom, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you just fine, Janet. Tom, Hello, Janet. you're there. Yes, I can. I, I can know hear this you is just so fine. odd. Uh, this is the yes. weirdest thing I've ever seen happen. Um, and Mercury isn't even retrograde, so I don't know what the issue is. Although Mars, or uh, let's see, Mercury and Uranus were going to be. Uh, <laughs> hey, Tom, can you still hear me? <laughs> I I hear oh, her, but Lord. she can't hear me. Uh, no, she can't hear anybody. I, I don't know what's going. On. We got a big we got a big big network I'm issue not sure going on here. What's going on here today, yeah. folks? But Hold on, you know I'm what? Speak it's all her. about going with the flow, and okay. this is what we're going to do. Just go with the flow here. Um, I'm going to hang up, and I'm going to call back in, and hopefully, Tom, if you're out there and you can hear my voice, please hang in there, and I will be with you in a moment. She'll be right with you, Tom. We'll see if we can get her back on. Hey, I have three minutes. I'm here all night. Okay. Be right with you. Thank you.
Hi. Hi, Jeffrey. All right, let's try this again. I, I, yeah, you, you, you're still doing a countdown, so let's bring Tom on and see if we can talk to him directly. Go ahead, hold on. Okay. Okay. Tom, hello, Janet. Yes, I am. Hi, Tom. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. You're not. (laughs) Yes, I am. I'm going with the flow here. I'm all. Yes, you must. I, hold on one second here because I have a feeling Cornelia, my co-host here, is trying to call in. I'll be right Go back with you, Tom. Okay. Tom, uh, our co-host should be... Hold on. uh, I I don't have her yet, though. Okay, Okay. she's calling in uh, right now, Jeff. So, Tom, I'm actually... I'm going to go ahead and start talking about your part of... um, or the part that I would have helped you with, which is working through your chart. And, you know, first let me say that the, uh, the fear that Tom is working with, which is probably something that every single one of us out there can resonate to, is the fear of not amounting to anything in his life and not believing in himself. And, Tom, thank you so much for bringing that fear to us because I can almost guarantee you that there are hundreds of people out there within the sound of my voice who are resonating with this exact same energy. So kudos to you for bringing it up. Now, Tom, are you still there? And folks, we're terribly sorry for network difficulties. We've got a blog talk big issue to come up tonight, and we're trying to bring Tom back on now, Janet, as we speak. Okay. We Thank had him, you. and now he's he's out. Of, he's in queue, but I can't get him back in the, in the system. And for some reason, they've got a big uh, said they're experiencing a site-wide outage right now. Our technicians are aware, and they're trying to restore the service. They want us to reschedule the call, so that's why okay. I just got a big, big message across the screen. So, and I cannot get him back on. So okay. I can and try have... another. I can try another if you choose, but that's not going to probably help us. And show folks, we're terribly sorry if this is still going on in recording. We're doing our darndest to keep this show flowing. Indeed, we are, and I apologize. I, I, um, I just kind of had a feeling something weird was up in the in the world today. <laughs> Oh, There's an energetic goodness. flow going on for some reason. We've had a little bit of difficulty today all day, as a matter of fact, with electronics. Oh. I don't know what it is. And well, I cannot, I, I, it's, I'm, trying, I'm still trying to get him in here. He went into hold yeah. again, and he's still showing us there. Oh, plus his heart. <laughs> he so badly wants to work. So, Tom, him. you're probably listening to us, and we're trying to get you on. All right, and Tom, Cheryl, Sue, and Christine, if the three of you are also out there along with Tom... Uh, know that we're doing our best to bring you on. Uh, and if we have to reschedule the call, I will take care of that with each of you personally as far as you know, bringing it in on a, another day. Um, sometimes there isn't much in our power. You know, we're talking about power, and this is outside of my power. Tom, you're back. Hello, Hello. Yeah, I just heard unmuted. <laughs> yes. I was just typing it in the chat room. I didn't hear unmuted. and. uh I heard on you. That's too funny because I can't get into the chat either. So I I was uh, locked out all the way around. I thought I was talking to people, and and now I am. This is really good. Now you are talking uh, to people, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, Tom, did you hear some of the other things that I had been saying to you before we we lost contact? I heard everything, yes. Thank you. Okay. Okay, very good. So, no, from, from the bottom of my heart, I thank you for bringing this issue to us because... Uh, like I said, there's probably hundreds of people out there uh, experiencing the same kind of issue as you are in your life. So first, with your noise and hi, Cornelia's with us. The gang is all here. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> Yay! You, I, I'm so glad to hear you. <laughs> um, hey. I have Tom on the line now, and I was just getting I, ready. I've to been work hearing everything, so I could hear you guys. So keep going, Janet. You're doing great. Okay, good deal. So great, Tom. We'll get to do your whole process here. Okay, um, so, great. So I know I sent you your chart yesterday, and I sent you a lot of information, and I hope I didn't overload you uh, too much. But 
you know, in your chart, what looks very interesting to me is the setup that's coming up for you with the uh, two eclipses over the next couple of weeks. So I kind of want to focus in there, and then I'm going to turn you over to Connie, Cornelia, who is going to work with you through uh, processing some of the things that you and I are going to talk about, okay? Fine. Okay. So the first thing that I noticed in your chart was um, a, a little kind of obscure point that is taking much more uh, center stage power in, in astrology charts as we move on in time, and that is the the planet Lilith. We call her the Black Moon or Lilith, so if I call her one or the other, I'm speaking about the same piece. But what she represents in our charts is our shadow self. And so the shadow is often something that's operating behind the scenes where we don't really know what it is that holds us back or keeps us down. And for you, this is almost magnified because of her placement in your 12th house. And the 12th house is the house of the hidden. It's the ways in which we sabotage ourselves. It is the energy of the subconscious mind where patterns that were developed in us probably as as children and um, they're the ones that are running the show. And so often until we take it upon ourselves to dig into uh, the uh, the depths of our subconscious, we don't even notice what's going on. Now for you, Lilith is sitting in Taurus. And so in that particular instance, she is playing the role of the shadow of security. But the big thing here is that she rules the fear of scarcity. So everything in uh, that triggers sort of your unconscious patterns is uh, that fear around scarcity, particularly when it comes to money or uh, to jobs or anything that you feel that would give you the ability to move forward in your life. Does that resonate with you, Tom? Do you sort of see how that might happen? It certainly does. Yes, it does. Yeah. Now, interestingly, too, is that Lilith is something that once we're aware of the shadow, so for instance, just you and I even uh, talking about this today, sets you up to be able to recognize it when it's in action. So that's the really awesome thing. The shadow can't hide once you have shined your little light on it. And I bring this up for you today because, you know, if you're looking at your chart, circled in the orange out there is the Sun, Mars, and Venus. Venus. And they are moving toward your natal Lilith. And so this is a trigger that's coming up for you over the next couple of weeks. So it's very important that we have this conversation and that we set through the motions of releasing you from some of the fears that you're not going to amount to anything uh, or that you don't have a belief in yourself. So your okay. first eclipse, the one coming on April 25th, is going to allow you to release some of these fears and these blocks, these limitations, and even um, you know have you looking at the ways in which you have, have self-sabotaged yourself in the past. Then as we switch into May, which I can't even believe we're almost into May here, uh, but May 9th when we have the new moon solar eclipse, then she's also triggered once more, Lilith that is, your shadow, but allows you to enter into healing of this particular problem that you have. And again, all of this is happening over the next couple of weeks, and all of this will serve to uh, sort of trigger a growth response for you. And I think you and I talked a little bit last week, too, about the fact that Jupiter was moving through your first house, and she was triggering growth. And growth yeah, and so expansion. So you are in a process of expanding yourself. Your 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 world is expanding. Is that Lilith, my first house in Taurus? Uh, your first house begins in Taurus, but Gemini is also in your first house, and that's where Jupiter is sitting. So if you look at okay. the blue circled area, that's the area right. we're talking about. And Lilith okay. is leading through this area, by the way. By transit, Lilith is moving Uh, through this same area with Jupiter. Now, she is entering into your second house of money, self-worth, values, and resources. So I see a theme developing here around um, a fear of not having enough, uh, a a fear of not being able to attract abundance to you in terms of the flow of money and resources and that kind of thing. 
And, of course, we know that if we put a lot of, of our energy and thoughts and, and uh, emotions into the fear of something, then that's what we're setting into motion to be uh, in, uh, manifested in our lives. So, Exactly. So this is where Cornelia comes into play because she is going to help you process through some of this. Cornelia, I hope you're still there. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Good. Hi, Tom. How are you doing? Hi, Cornelia. It's wonderful that that you're here, and and it's awesome and courageous of you to really um, step in and take responsibility for this. So what would you say right now, you know, is your biggest um, fear, obstacle that you feel like is stopping you from moving forward? I believe I set myself up for failure. Okay. Yeah. And 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 are you are you willing to release that? Are you willing to release um setting yourself up for failure? Are you willing to be done with that? If I have to set myself ablaze, yes. Yeah. Um you know, how long have you been setting yourself up for failure? Oh. Too many years. And so what is that about for you? Is why why do you feel like you're doing that? I couldn't really say. I've only it's only come into light um not too long ago that I do this. Mhm. And so how does that make you feel? Pretty crappy. And, and and what more? What how, how else does it make you feel? It makes you feel crappy. What else does it bring up for you? Unworthy. There you go. So it makes you feel unworthy. It makes you feel unworthy to experience abundance in your life and to move forward in your life and to have success in your life. Is that right? That's correct. Okay. So you feel unworthy. So... This this is the part, Tom, that, that is really, um, it's, it's hard for the mind to understand that it's really as simple as being willing to release the feeling of unworthiness, release, being willing to, to release that feeling. Are you willing to do that? Yes. Okay, because that that's what I want you to do, is when these feelings come up for you, when these emotions come up for you, I want you to be able to identify what it is and, like, ask yourself, what is this about? How do I feel? I, because feeling not good enough, feeling not worthy is a core emotional wound, and that has beliefs attached to it that are going to keep repeating the same pattern over and over again. And it's like Janet said, that it's hidden from you. It's in your, you know, everything that's going on in your subconscious is is attached to that emotion of not being good enough. And so then you're, you know, instead of knowing, because it's harder for you as a man, because men are taught in, in our society and through our conditioning not to be comfortable with their feelings and not to feel their feelings. So what is it that you do? What is it that you do when you get angry, when you get emotional, when you... What do you do? Do you stuff your emotions? Are you a bottle stuffer? What do you do? Do you do you eat? Do you drink? What do you do? When these feelings come on, I just... I It builds up in me. Um, and, then what, and then what happens? Self-pity. Mm-hmm. And so then you, and know, then you well, just... It's not you my just, fault, you know. Yeah. I don't take the responsibility or the blame for it. Yeah. You know, the key, yeah, it is. And so the key is to really go in and, and feel the feeling and, and, and be okay with that you're feeling like this. That's the key. It. And yeah. release it. it. It's that. It's that I, I feel not worthy. I feel not good enough. And honor yourself for letting that feeling go because it's just a feeling. It's not the truth. Because what I want you to do right now is I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to think about a little baby that's six months old. And that little baby hasn't achieved anything in this life. 
It hasn't accomplished anything. It hasn't proven anything. It hasn't made any money. It hasn't done anything. That baby is 100% deserving and 100% valuable and 100% worthy of love and abundance, even though that child has not proven or done anything um, to prove that. And you are no different. Do you get that? Oh, I have that. See, you you are no different than than that child. Than that child, and the and the thing about it is, is that the part of what's going on in your second house right now, what Janet was talking about, your worth and your value, you are already worthy. You were born worthy. You are only releasing feelings of unworthiness. That's what you're doing. And you being, you know, a man, having to really allow yourself these feelings, that's okay. It's okay to feel that. It's okay to feel that energy. It's okay to go in and cry and release that. It's okay. Just use your consciousness and bring your consciousness to it. Okay? And so now I want you to... You can the other the other thing that I want you to do is I want you to you know in your own time is Google value and being worthy. Google that and really look and 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 see what that means. What does being worthy and valuable really mean? Because you're going to see that you are that you already measure up. That you are already there. Because being valuable and being deserving is. You deserve respect, you know. You have value already. It's just that you have a feeling that you're releasing and letting go, that you're not. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. And so the other thing I want you to do is I want you to learn how to process fear. So we know that fear is an illusion. It really isn't real, you know. Fear is false evidence appearing real. So what I want you to do is I want you to identify the fear and put it in front of you. So let's just say fear of failure. Let's just say that. So you bring the fear and you put it in front of you. And so then what you do is you allow the fear to be there instead of rejecting it. So you bring the fear in front of you and you allow it to be there and you're not in resistance of it and you're not pushing it away. Because all fear wants to do, it wants to be loved. It wants to be loved by you. It wants to be accepted by you. So what you can do is you can sit there and you can allow that fear to be present and you can offer your love to it instead of rejecting it and pushing it away. The other way that you can think about it is you can think about you know, fear knocking on the door. And instead, when you answer the door and fear is standing there, the first thing you want to do is slam the door shut and run the other direction. But what you want to do is you want fear to be allowed to come in and stay because fear wants to be love. And you are love. You are made of love. And so what you can do is when you allow fear to be there, instead of rejecting, I'm afraid of this, I'm afraid of that, I'm afraid of that, you're always putting it outside of yourself, I'm afraid, and then that keeps fear outside. Right. Bring it in. Yeah. You, you, got, you understand? I, I, you know, don't, yeah, don't, I understand what you're saying. You know, don't keep pushing it away. Allow it to come in, okay? And the other thing you can do, another tool with this, is this, is that... I like to make my fear, when I identify it, I like to make it big. So what I do is I, I expand the fear and I make it as big as the room. And then when, it, when the fear gets as big as the room, I make it as big as the town I live in. And then after it gets as big as the town, that then I make it as big as the state. And then I make it as big as the United States. And then I make it so as big as the world. And then so I just make that, and then... And, you know, and then, guess what? The fear dissipates. It dissolves. It's a practice. 
And it's your responsibility, especially you being on this call. You're ready for this information. You want to take this. And nobody can do this for you. You have to do it. Yes. Very good, Tom. Thank you uh, for being brave enough to step up and do this. Um, And I I just wanted to add one last thing for you in terms of being able to do this work for you right now. Numerologically, you are in a seven-year. And that is perfect for the the introspective work that needs to be done on this with you. Okay? Great. So so the universe is supporting you to do this. That's why you were called to be a volunteer. And and so that is, it's like the perfect setup for you right now to be able to do the inner work that needs to be done for you to be able to overcome this or to love this uh, away for yourself. And uh, Cornelia, he probably can get the fear processing technique on your website, right? Yes, you can actually get the the processing technique at corneliadenchel.com. There's an article there on Emotions 101. Read that. It tells you all about energy. It's just emotion. The energy wants to move. So you can read that, and then there's an, a, a fear, uh, emotional processing technique that you can print out and do the investigation so that you can identify what it is that you're releasing. And really, Tom, it's as simple as that. Go in, dive in, feel the feeling, um, feel it, allow it to be there, bring love to it, release it, and let it go and move on. That's right. You know what it's I'll do? like healthy fear, too. Letting yeah. it and loving it. Loving it, loving it until it dissipates, and uh, just being willing to do uh, what you're doing right now. Um, you know what, Tom? I will send you the link uh, via yes, email please. to Cornelia's site, and that way you can get that that fear processing technique uh, printed off. Okay. Thank you. I still have to read all the information you sent me. I have to take that in. <laughs> and Thank you, Cornelia. Thank you, Cornelia. You're welcome. Take good care, and we love you. Same here. Right back at you. All right, Tom. You take care, and thank you so much. Okay. Bye-bye now. Bye. Thanks for hanging in there, too, Tom. Uh, All right. So next, uh, we're going to be working with Cheryl. Uh, Cheryl, are you out there still with us? I am. Can you hear me? Hey. I can hear you just fine. Thank you so much for hanging in there while we were having the technical challenges. How are you sure. doing today? I'm doing really good. Good. Um, okay, so we're going to do a similar uh, uh, thing with you that we did with Tom. So, again, I want to thank you for being courageous enough to step up to the plate and volunteer to do this where other people can hear the process. Um, Cheryl, in, a, in our email correspondence back and forth, you indicated to me that your main issue was about how to be more loving to yourself and that you had been and continue to be hard on yourself uh, for perceived mistakes or, or, you know, falling short on uh, expectations. Is that is that correct? Yes, <clears throat> it is correct, yes. Okay, okay, good. And, you know, I, I'm so glad you brought this one up, too, because this one is very uh, much uh, a, a fear or a... a uh, something that goes on with particularly women uh, out there. And I noticed this exact same one in myself the other day. So how's that? That was perfect. Perfect. We're going to begin. I sent you a bunch of information as well. Were you able to read through it? I was. Awesome. I was, actually. I had no idea what all the chart meant, and I don't understand. Uh, I'm not very uh, versed on astrology. I I completely (laughs) believe in astrology, but I don't know what it means when... Saturn and Gemini are doing certain things. I don't. So I looked at the chart and I went, okay, that's nice and pretty. (laughs) (laughs) And that's okay. I didn't expect that you would understand the chart at all, but I do understand it. I only send it to you so if I want to refer to something like Saturn and Scorpio, I can, uh, I have a visual for you. So that's its purpose. So um, I noticed in your chart, by the way, if you're looking at your chart, do you see that beautiful kite? formation made out of the blue lines in your chart uh-huh i i looked at that and i went wow that's just so beautiful um because right here is a demonstration of the ease and with which energy is flowing through your chart and oh, yes you have you have some challenges most definitely but we all do 
But you also have within that, if you notice the to the right, the right side of that kite also forms a rectangle, and that's called uh, the mystic rectangle. So huh. I it just just my first um, observation of your chart then told me that that you're somebody with a a, a lot of talents, a lot of gifts, a lot of abilities, and sometimes. When we have that kind of signature in our chart, it happens to us that we we get lost sort of in all of the abilities. We get lost in that um, we have these expectations uh, for ourselves because we know how gifted we are. Uh, we know what we can do. And then if we fall short of that, then what do we do? We beat ourselves up for it. And so... In reality, what's going on here is you're an extraordinary human being, as all of us are, and you have these wonderful gifts and talents that need to be shared with the world. And right now, I think this is like maybe the last vestiges of a a fear that you need to clear so that you could be working um, with other people uh, as a clear, um, energized, powerful human being. Does that make sense to you? Completely, yes. Okay, so the first thing that, uh, as I was talking to uh, Tom prior to you, the uh, one place that we can really look to in astrology for what might be going on in in the shadows uh, is Lilith, or the black moon. And that's because she represents our shadow, the part of us that we're not really aware of. Um, However, most of us, once... uh, uh, someone mentions to you what that shadow is, then you know we have this ability to see how it's been operating in our lives. For you, the shadow is about control. And then that makes the primary fear, the fear of neglect, uh, of or not being acknowledged for the work that you're doing or not getting the attention around uh, what it is you're doing. And uh, I also thought it was extraordinary that you were born at 11, 11 a.m., I mean, that's uh, if Michelle, our producer, is a numerologist, she would be like, yes, 11-11. That's a, uh, a number that uh, allows us to walk through gateways that uh, calls for us to really pay attention to what's going on in our thought processes because we're manifesting things so very quickly. Now, your Lilith, which uh, is your shadow of not being acknowledged and the fear of neglect, is connected to the galactic center in your chart. And all of that information sits right across from your destiny. So these things are all intertwined for you. Your destiny, the part that you agreed to play in uh, uh, the new paradigm, if you will, or in the ascension or the evolution of consciousness on the planet. And so in order to do that, this is the last thing that you must clear, right? Does that make sense to you too? It does. Okay. Now, the other thing that's happening for you very shortly here is that Jupiter, which is the representation of growth and expansion in our chart, is moving in toward your destiny. And when it does that, your destiny sits in the fifth house of creativity, of joy, of, uh, of taking some risks and in, in jumping out there in the world and, and forwarding uh, your work. And so Jupiter is going to be able to open this up for you as you go along. And it's not done this for you for, you know, 12 years. So so you're looking at uh, a creative uh, leap or growth coming. So this is the the reason probably why you were called to to do this work today because you've got to, to let this other stuff go in order to be clear to do that. And before I turn you over to Cornelia, I also wanted to point out to you that two very powerful planets together right now, which were probably the ones causing our technical glitch earlier, uh, Uranus and Mercury, are in a conjunction in your second house of self-worth and value and uh, resources, how how you're able to attract and uh, flow uh, with the energy of abundance. And Uranus is here for a long time, and it's opening you up to be more free in this area. So a lot of what your uh, underlying issue is here with us today has to do with self-worth and loving yourself into uh, and recognizing your intrinsic value. Does that make sense for you, too? It does. Yay. Okay. Let me see if there was something else in here that uh, I wanted to make sure I talked to you about. Oh, yes, your destiny in Gemini. Um, 
So Gemini and destiny has uh, a need to be able to communicate, uh, to be able to share ideas. Um, you're, you're sort of someone who has a natural curiosity that takes you into to various areas on the planet, uh, mm-hmm. different ways of thinking, uh, various groups of people, networking, and all that kind of thing. So uh, that is the area where you're going to see your life zoom forward here uh, in the next several uh, weeks, okay? Oh, great. So I just have one question for you. When you talk about uh, Juniper and the creativity and the growth and you say it opens up, when does that begin? Mm. That's already been in process as, you know, uh, Jupiter will move there in the next few days. But what had gone through here previous to that was transiting Lilith. So your shadow has preceded you through this part of your life so that you could... Uh, jump out there in a way to clear yourself for Jupiter's eventual entry into the same part uh, of the chart. So before you could grow, you have to identify and release the shadow, okay? Great. Thank you. Yes. Now I'm going to turn I'm you gonna over jump to Cornelia. Right in. Good girl. I'm going to jump you, right in. Um, Cheryl, I love you, sweetie. <laughs> I love you. Sweetie. I love you. I love you. And you know what? I'm going to go straight in because I'm talking to a master, so... I'm going to go straight to the to to the core of everything, okay? Is that all right with you? Sure. Okay. So, um, you know, the the shadow that Janet was talking about, the creativity piece that it that has already begun, it's going to be the act of love, the act of self-love that you're going to be balancing within yourself because what intuitively what I get is that um it's your inner feminine that is out of balance. You're, you're masculine. You've been, been very driven and very goal-orientated and a, and a huge achiever. But um, your divine inner feminine isn't being um, listened to. She isn't being loved. It's that divine inner feminine, that softness, that creativity that wants to come out. It's that, it's that beautiful um, inner um, feminine that, that wants to be loved. And so what I want you to do is I want you to claim your little girl. I want you to claim that little that little girl that that wants to be loved. I want you to claim that that part of yourself that hasn't been acknowledged. The part that Janet was talking about is you not being acknowledged and you feeling neglected is you neglecting yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's you not acknowledging yourself. And so what is it to surrender, right? What what part what part do you need to surrender? It's it's the part to surrender control and surrender to yourself and and write the intention that your intention is to to be balanced to be balanced with your inner feminine and your inner masculine so that the sacred union within you can take place because I know who you are. Hmm. Thank you. And so the, the the other thing is is that, you know, I, I saw in the homework that, um, not in the homework, but in the, the questioning, is that um, you feel like, um, is, is that resonating with you, what I was saying to you about that? Uh, just about 100%, yeah, completely. <laughs> in fact, as okay. you were saying it, when I was saying, what I need to surrender, and you paused for a minute, and I was like, control, and you were like, control, and I'm like, I know. <laughs> like, so I'm, yeah, what I need to surrender yeah. is control. Yeah, and then I want you to go in, and I want you to ask your inner guidance what it is that she wants, because she wants to be heard. It's that, that feminine side of you that hasn't been heard. You've been doing everything for everyone. You're always doing everything for everyone. You're not setting your boundaries, and you're, you're going out there, and you're doing everything for everyone instead of for you. So now it's time to honor you. Now it's time to acknowledge you. It's time to appreciate you. And it's time to have radical self-love. And so what I want you to do is I want you to grab a sheet of paper and I want you to list out all the ways in your life that you wish others would love you. All the ways. And then you're going to take one per day, one per day, and you're going to love yourself up. 
Leave lo- okay. lo- leave leave yourself love notes laying all over the place like you would for your lover. I love okay. that, Cornelia. That's so awesome. That you know, that's the piece. That's what we have to do. It's that radical self-love now. We have to love ourselves without abandon because we can't expect and look outside of ourselves for anyone else to give it to us. Very you have true, to give it to yourself. And that's one of those, you know, kind of like you have to get naked in, you know, and break down on your knees kind of thing and get the roll mm-hmm. of tissues and get the toilet paper or whatever you need in order to have that experience. But surrender mm-hmm. and claim your inner girl, claim your inner child, claim Cheryl, and let her be rebirthed. Okay. Gotcha. I'm taking give yourself permission and write yourself out a statement, an intention statement that you give yourself permission to love all parts of yourself no matter what. You said that's, I just sat up your, straight in my chair when you said that. That's that's your that's your thing. That's your golden nugget right there because you know that you're worthy and you 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 have huge value and you know this. I, and I know you know all these things. This hmm. is just a swift kick in the pants. So I bet you were surprised to see my name pop up on Janet's screen, huh? <laughs> I was very surprised. It was a wonderful, um, it's a wonderful full circle coming around. You know, I'm delighted. I'm delighted That's because wonderful. I I adore you. I I know who you are. Awesome. So you 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 know, it's your job to get this peace and get this inner love because my goodness, um, the world better watch out. Well, thank you. I got my message. I'm clear. Okay. Janet, thank you for allowing me you to be a volunteer. So oh, I thank so you, appreciate girl. it. <laughs> awesome. She just—you all just nailed it. So I'm, I am, I am happy and very happy about this. And the and I, I want to hear how you're doing on Facebook or whatever that radical self-love experience, creativity that's going to be coming out of you. All right, great. I'll just start posting my daily journal about radical self-love. That's, that's, that's <laughs> awesome. That's a, that's love great. yourself that's, without abandon. I love it. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, Cornelia. Right, Thank, Thank you, Janet. You're welcome. You're most welcome. Thank you. All right. So that was awesome. Cornelia, you, you are such a master at what you do. I just love it. Uh, I think we have our third caller out there, Sue. And hopefully network uh, challenges haven't kept her from us. Sue, are you I'm out here. there? <laughs> yeah. I am here. All right. So I've gotten the go-ahead. To, if we need to, we'll go a little over time just to be able to fit fit this in today for you. Great. Um, so let me switch over real quickly to uh, your information, and we will get started. And uh, let's see, Sue, there you go, your chart. So for you today, your issue, your main issue that you wanted to work on is that fear is holding you back from moving forward. Is that about sum it up or... Yes, close to yes, what yes. you were yeah it so is. i mean i fi- i find myself being paralyzed at times and not being not being able to take that step forward so yeah i think you in, in your uh letter to me you said something about you you needed a swift kick in the pants is that right i do <laughs> <laughs> well I, i'm going to give it to you yeah, i'm going to give it to you <laughs> yeah Cornelia's going to give it to you but uh and you know uh <laughs> But we're going to do it with loving kindness and 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 yeah power. We're going to give you okay. power here. All right. Good. So in your particular chart, I know I had talked with you uh, at the new moon. So if if I'm repeating myself in any way, you know I apologize. But uh, sometimes things just need to be repeated. And in this particular case, what you're working on is very similar to our, our previous caller, Cheryl. And that these two eclipses for you are going to occur across your second house of self-worth and value and um, the idea of uh, abundance and flow, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, your eighth house of um, the, the transformational energies that come up. So you have, you have both these eclipses occurring in the same spot in your chart just because of the way your chart lines up. So you're getting a releasing time coming in as we get to April 25th. And then, because of that releasing, then you have a new opening coming for you to be able to set new intentions and to be able to walk forward without being paralyzed in fear or or being uh, held back uh, by yourself. 
So hopefully through this process today, we allow you the ability to, you know, love yourself free for, of this. Now That would be great. Yeah, wouldn't that be great? Uh, anyway, so uh, I thought I would take a look here at your destiny and your position of Lilith because they're they're in opposition to each other in your chart. So they're sort of playing off each other. So I know I gave you that information and uh, the fear that's basically in the background for you is the fear of change. Now, how interesting is that? Uh, the Leo uh, Lilith uh, position is about that fear of change. And then everything seems to then center around how much you've been able to accomplish. Uh, and so, you know, that measuring stick is always being moved up a bit, right? Because, you know, mm-hmm. I should be here. Instead, I'm here. But yet, what do I change to allow myself to get there? And then, you know, you might be comparing yourself to others uh, that are your same age, that do the same kind of work you do, that live in your area, and and then you find yourself coming up short because you've set yourself up for that, right? Mm-hmm. So the biggest thing for you to do with a Lilith like this is to, in your case specifically, to become the humanitarian, to give. Um, that's You have a huge capacity, and I just want you to know this because this is big for you. You have a huge capacity to uplift other people, to be able to cheer them on, uh, to be able to you know go in and uh, and help them raise themselves, their consciousness even up to the next level. And then as you encounter new situations that come up over the next couple of, of weeks, months, definitely definitely weeks, um, you know look and see how you could empower someone else. Because as you empower other people, you're also empowering yourself. You're seeing the reflection, right? If you empower someone, you're also receiving at that end as well. Mm-hmm. And so this goes back and forth across, by the way, your 12th and 6th house. The 12th house is the house of hidden unconscious patterns. And that's where your destiny is, to sort of dive in and discover what's going on in that mind of mine. Because your mind is very powerful. And if it's running the show with patterns that keep you uh, sort of uh, with a lid on, uh, then that's what you're going to see in the world, so or in your own life even. So what you want to be able to do is go in and release yourself from limitations, uh, from old patterns, anything that you've used in the past as a reason to keep yourself down. Does all that make sense to you? Oh, it does. It's a question of... of being able to do that. I mean, I believe I'm I'm moving myself <laughs> in that direction and then I think, "Wait, I thought I was I thought I was getting rid of this. I thought I was recognizing it moving forward and I feel like I just took three steps backwards." Well, hopefully when we get to Cornelia's part of this, she will give you some tools to be able to that's get you great. beyond that because that's <laughs> okay. that's the important piece, right? I can tell you everything you need to know. Um she's going to give you the tools to get you moving beyond this. And one last thing before I turn this over to Cornelia is that your core issue, what's at your core, uh, besides the fact that Lilith is a shadow in this area, is that you need to let go, move out of ruts, transform yourself, change, and empower yourself. That's Mm -hmm. your core essence. And the faster you connect yourself with that, the faster you're going to see these things change for the better in your life. Okay? Okay. Great. Now, quickly before I turn you over to Cornelia, we are going to go over time tonight just because we have that dead air space um, uh, and the challenge of that. However, we're not sure if you will be able to stay on the line if that happens. So if that happens, if you get disconnected, I apologize. We will take this up at another time, probably something that you and Cornelia and I can facilitate between us. But in the meantime, we're going to carry on just as if this is going to work, okay? Okay. All right. All right, Cornelia, are you ready to jump in? I am. Hi, Sue. How are you? Hi, Cornelia. I'm I'm great. Thank you so much for making me a part of this. Absolutely. So the first thing that I got is that you are afraid of your own power. I am. (laughs) That's crazy. Right. And so that's that that's what I got is that you're afraid of your own power. So you get you know, because you've been doing it, you've been you know, you you've you've taken so many risks, you've you've achieved so many things and then just before you're ready to take this next big leap, what happens is you 
sabotage yourself. You're right. Absolutely. And that, that's the part that paralyzes you and, and stops you from moving forward. So I want to ask you one very important question. Mm-hmm. Are you Are you done with that? <laughs> I, I I'm trying to be. I mean, I the the crazy thing is that I believe I am, and then it doesn't manifest. No, I'm and asking so, you: Are you done with it? I am done with it. Are you done with it? I am done with it. Awesome, because you know what? See, this is where you this is where this is where you get tripped up, because you start you start and you you. You you make these huge changes, and then something comes along the way and trips you up, and then you stay in the paralyzation mode, and you give up, and you stop, and then you let it trip you up. So that's why I want to say, when I was looking at your homework, what happened to you? Because you were on a roll. You were doing great, and then all of a sudden, you stopped. <laughs> uh, you know, I... I... I all of a sudden hit a wall with a transition in work and relationships, and I felt like I would move on to something new and would be having success, and then that would fall apart not because of me but because of other instances, and that that company would go away, and I would start all over again with all of this confidence and go out and find the next thing and then the next thing fell apart. And so I felt that I was in this cycle of I believed I was making the right decision every time, but then every time something else happened to make that go away and I had to go through the process all over again. And I think I began to doubt the decisions that I was making, which was so unlike me. And yeah, I and so that was that's your key right there is the doubt. Right. You know, even when things aren't working out, because what did Janet tell you? She said, for you, your biggest fear is change. So what mm-hmm. needs to be your intention? Your intention needs to be to embrace change. Period. Right. Right? Embrace okay. change, because that that's the thing. And, so, and then what do you do right now? Your intention statement needs to be that um, you claim your power and that you own your power and that you embrace your power and that you're going to take small action steps every single day. And every single time doubt comes in, you mm-hmm. you, you lovingly notice the doubt and you let it go because you're okay. busting this pattern. Because what else did Janet say? She said that you're here to uplift humanity. So what does that mean? That means that you have a huge a, a capacity for power. And it's your responsibility right now as a woman to step into your power and to own it and, and work with that energy. And you can't allow doubt or anything like that to stop you right now. It's just not acceptable anymore. <laughs> Thank you for scolding me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have to you have to have that radical self love, you know, it's that it's that piece, it's you know, it's I have the same pattern, so I understand. That's the reason why I'm I'm able to speak from it, because what I'm saying to you, I'm saying to myself. Mhm. It's it's huge. Okay. It's huge, you know, because this is what's happened to us for a long time. So now it's really time to get it. And and this time just keep just keep doing it. You know, if you fall down, then you just you know, you get back up and, and stay with it. Own your power, claim your power and do your thing. Do what you came okay. here to do. Mhm. All right. Kick myself in the pants, like I said. Get myself That's back right. up. Awesome. <laughs> Awesome to do. All right. I just have to stay up for longer periods of time before I get knocked down and have to kick myself again. Just, but I just will. Do, do this. Scan your field every day and just make sure that before you, you know, carry your intention statement with you so that you're with it, that I embrace change, I, I own my power, I claim my full power right now, I'm in my authority, and then you go out and you do your thing. And any time that you're feeling off, just check the energy and see what it is. Process that and move on. Okay. You know what, Sue? I, I'll do the same thing for you. Is I will send you her processing technique uh, via email, so that uh, you can you can you know print that off and and get those tools for yourself. Okay. Fabulous. 
All right. That's great. Thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you so much, and thanks for hanging in there while the, we had technical challenges, too. Oh, we appreciate sure. That. Well, I appreciate it. All right, Sue, so thanks again, and uh, uh, I'll be sending you that information probably later today or tomorrow, okay? Okay, good. All right, thank you, Cornelia, too. Um, and so we are actually out of time, but we, as far as we're not on air, I am still going to bring in Christine, our fourth person today. Is that okay with you, Connie? Can, Cornelia, can you hang in there for another 10 minutes, or do you need for to go? Another 10 minutes? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Uh, Christine, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Hi. Thank Hi. you so much for hanging in there with us. And... Uh, playing with us even though, you know, the powers that be had a different idea. (laughs) (laughs) No worries. It actually uh, worked out well So for me, believe it or not. (laughs) Okay, good. So um, what we're going to do is Cornelia has a couple of minutes left that we can can work through this with you. If we don't get to a point where we can bring you to completion in this, then I suggest that we three get on a, a phone call at some point in the near future to work through this with you. So I don't I don't want you to feel like you're being you know cheated or rushed or anything like that. Okay. The other thing that's that she great. can do is she can come to my show tomorrow too, Janet. If that's if that's what we need to do. That's a great idea. How how does that work for you, Christine? Tomorrow uh, I'm on Connie's yeah, show. I'm on I'm on her show at four. Oh yeah, that sh- that should be fine. Would is you prefer better? to yeah. do it that way? Yeah, yeah, let's do that because you know it feels rushed. It feels yeah, it's rushed. A, okay. It feels and rushed. I don't want so to rush. Yeah, let's just you know that way you know let let the energy land right now. It feels rushed, and then that way we can just do it tomorrow. You can come on my show, and we can. Janet will be there too. She'll have your chart and everything. We'll we'll do everything the same. Everything will be the same. Perfect. That sounds great. Awesome. Good. See, it's all worked out. Yay, thank you so much, Christine. Thank you so, so much. So we'll we'll work with you tomorrow. And uh, so keep your same information because we'll we'll go through the same processes uh, with you and one other person tomorrow, okay? Great. Well, thanks so much, and then I'll look forward to talking with you tomorrow. Yes, thank Thank you you so much, and I I appreciate it. All right, everybody. Well, bye bye. uh, bye -bye. Uh, Thank you all so much for joining us today. And I know that uh, this is going on the recording. You're not hearing this live, but that's okay with me. Uh, Cornelia, thank you so much for being with me today and uh, playing in this really interesting energy. And we did. Uh, for, we, you did a great job. Yeah, we, we did good. So tomorrow, join us at 4 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time on the Expressing You show with Cornelia Dengel, where I will be her guest. And we will pick up where we left off today and move through uh, the energies of two additional people. For now, have a stellar week. Thank you for joining us today on Living Astrology. You can reach Janet for readings at www.living-astrology.com or by email at janet at living-astrology.com. Do you have questions about how astrology works or questions about your own chart? Send them to me at dearastro at living-astrology.com. One show each month will be dedicated to answering your questions. Goodbye for now and have a stellar week. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.